0: Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Tim McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And tell the show, we are giving you a warning. Don't use a property coach until you do this thing. This is a really important episode to come through and a really interesting story that caught my attention when Andrew told me about it probably about last week. Now we are recording this just before the election. It's gonna come out after. We see those poll results come through. Now, if the polls are to be believed, we are probably going to get a national government. I may have egg on my face, depending on what the election result is. And if we do get a national-led government, then we're probably going to get a change in the tax laws, specifically for landlords. So that means that existing properties will become more attractive, and I believe it will create renewed interest in renovating properties. I think that's pretty clear. And I think that is where we are going to see and are already seeing a lot of content from property coaches, which are businesses that help people learn to renovate. Now, these guys can be really, really good, but there are also some risks that come for some investors. And I want to talk about these. Now, Andrew, tell us the story that caught my ear last week.
1: Okay. So I had an investor come and see me and he booked him for a portfolio planning session. And I I looked at his kind of his overall plans. And one of his goals was to create a passive income from property and actually go from working for a living to doing property deals, which is awesome. Lots of lots of people want to do that. And so he had engaged with a property coach and he was currently going through the course that this property coach puts on. And in signing up for the course, it was about $18,000 from memory. Now, this particular investor didn't have $18,000 and so he put it on his credit card, which is absolutely fine. If you're going to get a return on that $18,000, I don't really have a problem with that. But when I was looking at the numbers, Who's I was got an $18,000 credit card. Level it was on three. No. Yeah, it was on three. Yeah. Oh, I oh, split it across. Okay. And so I looked for his numbers and I thought, this is really interesting. I might be missing something here. I don't know how he's going to borrow any money because based on his current salary and his wife's current salary, he didn't really have any ability with servicing. He had plenty of equity,
0: but not enough servicing. How much could he afford to borrow at ballpark?
1: Well, look, I chucked it into our calculator and uh, look, you've got to take it with a grain of salt because it's not perfect. It's not the bank's calculators. It kind of just does a bit of an average. And it was like 245 grand.
0: Yeah, okay, so he might be buying something in, you know, half a house in Invercargill. At, at a
1: maximum. And so I said to him, did the property coach not actually look into how much you could borrow before you went and invested $18,000, like almost 10% of what you can borrow? He said, no. I said, well, I don't think you could borrow anything. So how are you going to actually use these skills you learn to get a return on your investment? And he said, you've ruined my night, <laughs> which I felt a bit bad about, but it was just the numbers. <laughs> it's not my fault.
0: I'm sorry, Brian. Was it no? No, You can't say his name. How do I know? How do I know the whole story is (laughs) correct if you're just making up his name if the facts aren't correct? Fine, it was Steve. (laughs) Oh, Steve. But I think the key message here is: before you go spending 18 grand, before you go spending 20 grand, before you use a property coach, make sure you can actually afford to get a mortgage and use their strategy. That's really important.
1: And look, to be fair to the property coach, they're not a financial advisor and they make it very clear that they're not a financial advisor. So they can't be giving you advice on how much you can borrow. But I do still think you've got a bit of a duty of care as a property coach to at least maybe run the numbers past a mortgage broker and see if the person can borrow the money.
0: Well, some property coaches are are really good and diligent, and I don't want you to think that we're bagging the entire industry. But this person, in my mind, may have made quite a large mistake spending 18 grand to learn something that he then can't actually do. But many property coaches are good and diligent. You know, They'll make sure you can get the money before signing you up to an expensive course. But obviously, with this example, Not everybody does that. So while some people will have awesome success through a paid property coach, you've just got to remember not everybody does. I will never forget meeting a guy. You know, we just started the podcast. We've started to give presentations and I presented at the Auckland Property Investors Association. This is many years ago now. And a couple of days later, somebody calls me up, says, hey, I want to come see you. I said, okay, sweet. I'm not a financial advisor, but I'll bring a financial advisor with me and we'll just have a little bit of a chit chat. And this person had paid over twenty thousand dollars to go through a one-year mentoring program with a paid property coach, and at the end hadn't bought anything, hadn't done anything. So he'd gone away and got the information, but didn't do anything with it. Now I'm not bagging the property coach, right? Because you never know what could have happened. You know, maybe he could get the money, but was too risk adverse or to the ban- go.
1: The banks changed their policies. You know, yet
0: that is true. Something could have happened that meant actually. It wasn't the poor old property coach's fault. Maybe the investor didn't do the work. Maybe the banks changed their policy. Could have been something outside of their control. I get that. But we just need to be aware that while some people will get excellent success out of a property coach, that doesn't happen for everybody. In some cases, you know, people may not actually be able to get the money. So we need to make sure that we're being diligent before we put out our three credit cards and put 18 grand on them because, you know, once we start having to make those payments, you know, we don't want to be getting buyers remorse and regretting that situation. And, you know, we are talking about paid renovations coaches here, Andrew. So just for anybody new, how much does a property coach cost if you're paying them to help you renovate a property?
1: So uh, if you want kind of the lower end of the spectrum in terms of cost, Property Apprentice are excellent. They're in Auckland and they're at the a more affordable end of it, and they're about nine thousand dollars to about eleven and a half thousand dollars last time we checked. And their public disclosure statement says it's less than ten thousand dollars plus GST, so give or take that. But on the other end of the spectrum, you can go to some property coaches who might be between twenty three and twenty nine thousand dollars. And again, a lot of them will say it's twenty five grand plus GST. Remember, twenty five grand plus GST is twenty nine thousand dollars, and you have to pay the GST, you can't claim it back necessarily. Yeah,
0: and we've even seen some coaching up to 45 grand. So it is a real investment, right? Like, it is expensive. Um, And actually, I quite like what Asset Lab, they focus more on flipping in South Auckland. I really like what they say on their website. They say, our service and our coaching is expensive. You know, this is to motivate you to actually do something with it, which I kind of like. Now, let me ask you this, Andrew. You've been around around the traps for like 20 years in property investment. Is a property coach, in your
1: mind, worth it? Well, we, we had Opus Accelerate as part of our business up until recently, and, uh, and Ilsa's, of course, gone out and now running that business by herself. And we're very excited to see her thrive in that business and it to be successful. But I'll say the same thing now as what I'd say when we had Opus Accelerate. Property coaches can be worth it, but you, as the investor, have to be, A, committed to following the strategy. There's no point getting the advice if you're not going to follow it and B, you have to have the money to implement the strategy. So take that investor I was talking about before, based on our forecasting, it would be nine years before he could actually buy a house that would make it work. Like, ridiculous, nine years is too long. There could be a whole different set of tax law in nine years that all of a sudden means that that strategy doesn't work the same anymore and you've educated yourself and it's not fresh in your mind. So you have to be willing and able to implement that strategy. And there's so many people that I've met that have gone along and paid for these services and then not done anything for it. I don't care if the fee's $1 or $100,000, so long as you're getting a return on that money. If you're going to spend a dollar and get no return, waste your money. I also
0: think the really valuable part of property coaches is the one-on-one coaching. So having someone talk to you about your specific deal and your specific property. Now, I don't know much about this 18 grand course that this guy had signed up for, but if it was just some online videos, a couple of downloads, some PDFs, I generally wouldn't think that'd it be worth it because just a a standard course, a standard seminar, that's not that valuable. You could get a lot off the internet these days. Absolutely. Um, And a lot of that information you probably can get for free from your local property investors association. There is a benefit, you know, if it was a couple of grand, you know, maybe there's a benefit of having it all neatly packaged Packaged. up in a way that's easily consumable if they're really, really good. Did they get some one-on-one coaching with
1: this? I don't know the answer to that. I I would hope so for $18,000, but I don't know.
0: So what I'd say is two things. Before you go and use the property coach and again, they can't, can definitely be worth it. Don't want to discourage you from using a paid property coach. First thing is make sure you can get the mortgage from the bank before you pay them a lot of money because you actually want to be able to get a return. And the second thing is make sure there's the one-on-one coaching that they're going to look at your specific deal, at your specific situation, because that is what investors find really valuable. Not the stuff that you can... You know, learn on a podcast or or a video course or on YouTube or on somebody's website or going along to a property investors association event, something along those lines.
1: I think the other thing is to make sure you understand where the property coach that you're engaging, where their advice starts and stops. So, in, in our world, the financial services world, we have to provide disclosure statements which clearly outline that. That's not necessarily the same with a property coach because a lot of them aren't financial advisors. So, don't go there expecting to get financial advice if they're not a financial advisor.
0: And I just encourage you to make sure that the any information you get is thorough. You know, sometimes I, I, I go along to things because I want to know what's out there. I'm just like you guys. I'm interested in learning more. And, you, you know, you might go along to somebody's seminar and it's very emotive, very engaging, and very story-based. You know, I saw one recently that I was watching on, on YouTube. Is that I, the one you saw me, on at, the week- me at the weekend? Did I send it to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where
1: they were talking, we...
0: It was about hang gliding. There was yes. this whole analogy <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, yeah. about hang gliding. <laughs> I thought, oh, God, this is, quite, this is quite an engaging, you know, metaphor. And the ups and downs and property and, you know, ups and downs. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is quite good. But then I got to the end, I thought, well, where's the meat? Where's the investment information? So, oh, God, I'm adding another one in. So make sure you can get the mortgage. Make sure you're getting one-on-one coaching. And make sure that there's actually some substance behind it rather than just... Emotive stories, because you guys want to make sure you're making an investment decision rather than kind of making an emotional decision. So three things to look out for. Make sure you can get the mortgage from the bank. Make sure that you got the one-on-one coaching and that there's actually some substance behind it. Right, let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Property Academy podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And if you want to come along to a seminar, that probably will have some good stories. No, but also, no stories.
1: We won't tell any stories. No, we'll just, just give you numbers. Just substance <laughs> and substances.
0: And then come along. I thought you'd like that. And then come along to our events. We're going to Auckland Christchurch, and Wellington. Links down in the show notes. We're going to opuspartners.co.nz slash tickets. listening to the Property can Be podcast. I'm your host, Steve Knight And I'm Andrew Nichol. We're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time,